Hello, New Hope. Today we start our July series called A Summer with Jesus, Building Relationships. Relationships are central to our life meaning and to success. God is the originator of relationship. We read in Genesis 1.26, it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. In John 4.19, it says, We love because God first loved us. We were conceived due to a relationship. We were designed in the womb in relationship with our mother's body. Upon entering the world, our first and primary experiences were around relationships. God said it is not good for man and woman to be alone, and he meant it. And that's why he created us for relationship. And that's why as well, when it comes to our daily bread needs, they revolve around relationships as well. I heard a guy who changed his Facebook name to Benefits. His reasoning is that when people add him to Facebook, it will say, you are now friends with benefits. And in reality, that's true when it comes to our relationships. Solomon says this in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. In this series, A Summer with Jesus, Building Relationships, today we are going to look at Jesus in Colorado. The importance of, first of all, our relationship with our Heavenly Father. Next week, we're going to be looking at Jesus up north and looking at the importance of our friendships. The third weekend, we're going to be looking at Jesus in homes and the importance of us being friendly and hospitable to others around us. And then the last weekend, we are going to be looking at Jesus in the woods and really looking at those what they call fridge friends, those friends who stick closer than a brother who are there during the most troubling times of our life. It's interesting that in what Solomon said earlier, it said that we should pity the man who has no one to pick him up. Why is that? It's because of the importance and the critical significance of relationships in our life. We can live only in relationships. We need each other. There was a rather crude and cruel experiment that was carried out by Emperor Frederick, who ruled the Roman Empire in the 13th century. He wanted to know what man's original language truly was. Was it Hebrew, was it Greek, or was it Latin? He decided to isolate some infants from the sound of human voice. He reasoned that eventually when they spoke, they would speak 
the true natural language of man. Women who were nursing the infants were sworn to absolute silence. And though it was difficult, they followed through. The infants never heard a word, not a sound of a human voice. But within several months, they all had died. Leonard Smee, a professor of epidemiology at the University of California at Berkeley, indicates the importance of social ties and social support systems in relationship to immortality and disease rates. He points to Japan as being number one in the world with respect to health and then discusses the close relationship of the social, the cultural, and the traditional ties in the country when it comes to relationships among one another. He believes that the more social ties, the better the health and the lower the death rate. Conversely, he indicates that the more isolated a person is, the poorer the health and the higher the death rate. Social ties are a good preventative medicine, he says, for physical problems and for mental, emotional, behavioral problems. So again, relationships are central to our life's meaning and to success. And so when it comes to our summer relationships, we should first start with our relationship with God. We see this in the life of Jesus. Jesus says this in John 5, 19. I tell you the truth. The son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees the father doing because whatever the father does, the son also does. In John 14, 11, Jesus said, I and the father are one. Jesus develops and maintains this relationship with his father in heaven by retreating to Colorado or to the mountainside. We read this in Matthew chapter 14, verse 23 and 22. Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. We see often Jesus dismissing himself from the crowds, from day-to-day -day life, and finding a secluded place where he can meet with his Father in heaven. Jesus' life is full. I mean, prior to heading up to the mountainside, Jesus was rejected in Nazareth by his own hometown people. He finds out that his cousin, John the Baptist, had his head cut off. And then prior to dismissing his disciples to get into the boat, Jesus had just finished feeding the 5,000. And so his life was full. Jesus got done doing what he was doing, but recognized he needed to retreat to the mountainside to be with his father. It wasn't the mountainside that gave him life. It wasn't the secluded place that gave him life. What gave him life 
was that he met with his heavenly father on that mountainside. You know, life is full for us as well, especially sometimes more in the summer. We try to get home from work, spend some time outside with the family, figure out our weekends, and try to get in our summer vacations. We enjoy mother nature. We enjoy God's creation, right? But it's limited and it wasn't designed to take care of our soul health. Yeah, if you head up to the mountainside, it's going to decrease your stress level. It's going to decrease your blood pressure, but it isn't going to naturally give you the wisdom you need or take care of your situations in life or reset proper perspective on an incident that is weighing heavy on your heart. That is not how God designed it. When we retreat, when we get away, I think we need to approach it like King David did in Psalm 139 verses 23 and 24, where he says this to God. He invites God to evaluate his life. And I'm reading this out of the Message Bible, but it says this, investigate my life, O God, find out everything about me, cross-examine and test me, get a clear picture of what I am about. See for yourself whether I've done anything wrong. Then guide me on the road to eternal life. This is why we find Jesus in Colorado on the mountainside where he can be secluded, but where he can allow his heavenly father to come in and to evaluate his heart, to evaluate his thinking, to evaluate his life circumstances, and to give him proper perspective, encouragement, and the power to continue to walk and do the next right thing. That's why it's so important for us when it comes to our summertime to remember that we need to remain in relationship with Jesus. Get away from our day-to-day -day life, be secluded, and meet with our God. In a letter to his friends, hymn writer Wendell P. Loveless relates this story. One evening, a speaker who was visiting the United States wanted to make a telephone call. He entered a phone booth, but realized that it was very different from the phone booths that he was used to in his country. It was beginning to get dark, and so he had a difficult time trying to read the directory. There was a light above in the telephone booth, but he could not figure out how to get that light on. As the light outside the booth was fading and he was trying to read the directory, a passerby recognized his dilemma and said, Sir, if you would like to have the light turn on, you need to shut the door. And so to his surprise, when he shut the door, the light came on and he was able to read the directory and thus able to make his phone call. You know, in a similar way for our own lives, when we draw aside to a quiet place, to a secluded place, to pray, to meet with our heavenly father, we must 
do that because it shuts the door to our day-to-day life chaos and busyness or the noises around us or the distractions. And it allows us to have the Heavenly Father illuminate what He needs to in our life. It allows Him to search our heart. It allows Him to see what is anxious in our lives. It allows Him to speak wisdom into us and for us to listen. And so when we get away, like Jesus did to the mountainside, and like I am right now over in Taylor's Falls, sitting among the little cliffs and the rocks, it allows us to be secluded and to be alone and to hear from our Heavenly Father. You know, God created us for relationship. And first off, He created us for relationship with Him. That's ultimately why we were created. And so He longs for us this summer to build our relationship with Him. So I encourage you, whether it's at home, whether it's near your house, or whether it's over here in Taylor's Falls, to find a place where you can meet alone with your God and allow Him to speak over your life, to give you peace, perspective, for your day-to-day situations. Let's pray. Father God, thank you that you created creation for us to be out in, and it does relieve stress. It brings us a level of peace. But Lord, we know that it doesn't provide us godly wisdom. It doesn't provide us heavenly perspective. It's limiting because it's just your creation. But you are the creator. And so I pray that as we meet with you, that you would direct our lives, speak peace over it, and that you would show us the way we should go on a day-to-day basis. So bless those here at New Hope Community Church as they meet with you this summer and build relationship. In Jesus' name, amen.